Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an RV snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. Hey, bud. Hey. Um, how's it going? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm hoping our connection works. I'm now regulated to the basement or to the garage, I should say. To the garage. Yep. So that's nice. Um, how's it sound so far? You sound lovely. Oh, that's nice. That's good. Yeah. Uh, you sound lovely. Thanks. Is it something new you're trying? Speaking clearly. Speaking clearly. I have a <laughs> big problem with that. I don't do that <laughs> well at all. Um, Oh, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You got the kids sleeping? Kids asleep. Dinner's done. Nice. Um. Yeah. Nice. As you can I... hear. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 please. As you can hear, I opened up uh something to drink. It's uh it's water. It's carbonated water. I am. Oh yeah. I my tummy still hurts. Probably from our vacation. <laughs> So I'm just going with <laughs> no booze right now, which is probably a good thing. So, I had um, about a half a bottle of wine with dinner, and I'm working on the other half right now. Good for you. God, I'm jealous. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. I feel really good about it. Oh, well, um, I guess we should start the show. Do you have a list ready to go? I do. Did you actually write things down, or is it in your head because you're so smart? A little, a little from column A, a little from column B. That's that's all I can ask of you, Jim. I'm I'm uh, making some notes on my number two right now. Number two. Number two. Good. Uh, good. So oh. I also stopped on my favorite candy store today, and I got a bunch of Halloween candy, which oh. I'm super excited about. Which so I'm going to be I'm going to be eating some of that nice. while we're while I'm drinking wine and talking to you. It's going to be amazing. It's That's... really all I dreamed about. Wine and chocolate. My gosh. You're like a perfect date. Mm-hmm. I don't ask for much, and I put out. I know. <laughs> um, did you see that I um, I shared our picture of us uh, in the back of that Uber? I did, which, because you texted it. <laughs> right. Which, out of context, me saying I shared that picture of us in the back of an Uber um, <laughs> is an odd thing to say. <laughs> Uh, that picture speaks volumes, though, Jim. It really does. Uh, was that leaving? Where was that leaving the brewery? Was that leaving Ballast Point? Is that where that was? We le- yes, but I believe we made a stop at the grocery store. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah I remember that. Yeah, yeah, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> ah. so, you, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so our friend Paul and my wife go into the grocery store. 
to uh, to buy all our snacks and whatever they decided to come back with. Meanwhile, on the back of this vehicle, Tom, <laughs> one eye one eye looking one way, the other eye looking in a different direction. Hey, I can't help that. Says to me, okay. says to me hey Jim, say you're at the gym. Spelled with a G. Say you're at the gym yeah. on the treadmill. And this girl named what was her name? <laughs> I don't, I don't, Is it Abby or Becky or something? I, it I must have been like Rebecca or something. It's not Abby because it, it was the wedding specific. we were at. Yeah, <laughs> very specific. It was like this girl named Stacy comes up to you. Right. Like you had the name too. She comes up to you and strikes up a conversation, and the next thing you know, you wake up in a bathtub with stitches on your side, still bleeding. First thought. I'm still waiting on your answer. What's your first, what's your first thought? My answer, my answer was whirlpool tub or stand up shower. You're right, right. Yes, that's right. That was your answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good. You know, you know, some people just have normal conversations, like, oh yeah, like uh, yeah. it's gonna rain some tomorrow. People, but some people <laughs> haven't seen each other in years and are, are just seeing each other for the first time that day. Normally, have other conversations, but not me. Not my good buddy. No, not this guy. I have specific questions, and I want answers. I want <laughs> that's how I get inside of the head of Jim Doubt. I want to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what my first thought would be? What's that? Um, I, I think I just scream. Actually, probably. <laughs> okay. yeah, probably. Where's my kidney? And I then just... we up the black market, and we we saw the cost of a oh, kidney yes. on the black market. Yes, and your like everything on the black market, and how much your skin is per like square inch. Yeah, I didn't so... realize you could sell everything of you, <laughs> everything you have on your person. <laughs> and I don't remember what a kidney goes for, but you have two, and you only need one, so yeah. I think we should cash in. Also, I'm pretty sure we're on a watch list now just for accessing that Google search. <laughs> so. Prop. Yeah. <laughs> uh by the way this is uh tom and jim's top five hey everyone um thanks for joining our thanks for joining our conversation we had an awesome time in san diego i'm speaking for you jim but i have to think that you had also had an awesome time i mean i did uh the best part the best part for me obviously the wedding yeah second to see my lovely friends third riding around those goddamn bird scooters oh my god best thing in the world that my mind was blown when we started riding those things. It, all four days, I was we were up and riding around those things. They're amazing. Oh my god! For anybody who doesn't have a bird scooter in your town, if you have them, ride them. If you don't, they're like motorized, uh, like electric razor scooters. You download the app, the the bird app. It tells you where they are. You go find one, unlock it for a dollar, and then it's like 15 cents a mile to ride these bitches all over right. town, and they're incredible. And they go – I got mine at one point because there's a little speedometer on the front, and I got Isn't mine really? – It was. It, on one of them I had, and it said I got up to 18 miles per hour. That was the That's fastest amazing. I got. Yeah. Oh, guys, so much fun. They were so fun. Um, I th- Someone told me Minneapolis has them. I don't. I, I, I don't know. Um, you said they Cleveland outlawed. used to have them, but they got rid of them in, in yeah, classic Cleveland in fashion. <laughs> they dropped them in town for like a day, and then Cleveland like shut them out immediately. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Um, 
You know our, you know that great Duluth City Council who listens to our show, Jim, who finds us mildly entertaining. Yes, I reached out to him after we got packed in San Diego because he was actually one of the city councilors who kind of led the charge for Uber and Lyft to finally get to Duluth. Nice. Yeah, and um, and so I said, I just text him. I go, "You've heard of bird scooters?" Question mark. And he just immediately texts back. It just says, "I'm on it." <laughs> Like he knows all awesome. about it. Yeah, so that's fantastic. Yeah, it would be amazing here because we're such you know big college town and stuff. The only thing is we're we're we're, we're like San Francisco of the Midwest. It's like it's all hills. <laughs> like that could be interesting seeing <laughs> those things go up and down hills. But maybe they'll put some uh, regulations on them. They can't only go certain spots. But oh, those things were so much fun. They were so much fun. Oh, good stuff. My wife was just we, when we got back from San Diego. She was uh, she had to go to Chicago for some business. And she didn't. She, they said. She said they didn't have them there. She had the app up and was looking around where she was, and they didn't, she couldn't see any. She couldn't find any. That's yeah, that's surprising. Which I'm. Maybe they have. Maybe they don't. But uh, they didn't have them where she was. But and she wasn't like in the Wrigleyville area. So you think they'd have? Oh them there. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think? Yeah, but uh, yeah, she went to a Cubs game because uh, you know, they, it's trendy. You know, if she wanted a real baseball game, they go to the White Sox. So. Hello. Wait, 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 what'd you say about the White Sox? <laughs> I said, I said, Cubs. They went to a Cubs game because it's trendy. But if they went to a real baseball game, they go to the White Sox. Absolutely, amen. Right, amen, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, you must have cut out there, but uh, I, it's worth telling again, and I'm just going to leave all that in. So, <laughs> thank you. And I often, I often tell people I'm a big White Sox fan, right? And uh, I'm not a Cubs fan, right? And I, I tell people that when they ask me. Because it's kind of like it's kind of like being a Mets fan, but not a Yankees fan. Sure, yeah. And, and people are like, "Well, why are you a White Sox fan?" And I always say, "Because I like baseball." <laughs> and it doesn't hold as much weight because they actually won the World Series right in the last century, so it doesn't. I can't use that as much anymore. But if I am in Chicago, right, and say I have my wife in Chicago, or I'm meeting friends in Chicago or something, and we're going to go do something for the day. I'm probably going to end up going to a Cubs game because it's a lot more fun. Right. And there's more things to do in Wrigleyville than going to the South side and like almost get robbed to go see a game and then run back to the L and then get back to downtown. Right. Yeah. Cause there, I mean, I've never been to a White Sox game, but they're really, that's not the part of Chicago. There's like stuff to do after and before the game. Right. It's just the stadium. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, you could, if you wanted to like, I don't know, like get robbed or shot or something. You could probably go early, but if that's not like on your to-do list in Chicago, then you should probably just not, not do that. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Jim, today we're not talking about baseball. We're like that transition. What are we, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? We're talking about football. I like football. Yes, I like football too. Um, I'm not the biggest NFL fan as far as the business side of it, but I love the sport of football. <laughs> I was having a conversation with today, someone today, and I'm like, God, the NFL is just freaking business. I hate it. Can't, I just miss watching, like, the game, <laughs> you know, but yeah, whatever. It's still great. It's one of the best sports. It's probably the best sport to watch, I think, and it's um, we're going to talk about our top five football movies. Yes. And so I'm very excited. Um, I hope you are put all American football movies on your list. Um, if Bend It Like Beckham is on your list, we missed the point here. <laughs> so. I almost did just to be a dick, but no. <laughs> Bend It Like Beckham is not on my list. 
Oh, that would have been great, though. That would have been great. Sorry, Kieran Knightley. I know you're listening. I know, I know. And and you know we should we should have said America because we have lots of listeners, Jim. You know, in the UK and other other countries that yes. football yes. there is soccer, and we're the only idiots that call it soccer. So. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So, but we're talking American football. But before we get to our top five football movies, Jim, we had some comments that I wanted to get to. If that's okay with you. Yes. Please our, do. Okay. Great. Um, well, first one we had someone some rate from our uh, our Podbean uh, our Podbean site, um, deadly accurate. He's written in before. Um, he sent his top five uh, podcast episode he, uh, episodes. He liked our show, and so he said the the, the there's a podcast called Criminal, um, the conspirators. Uh, Phil Hendry, the Phil Hendry show, someone knows something, and Hardcore History are some of his favorites. And I, Hardcore History is a great one, and I actually that kind of forgot about that one because they don't come out that often. It, you know, they're only a few a year, <laughs> I think, um, that he comes out. But um, so that's good. Thank you, sir. Um, our buddy now, uh, uh, C.J. McClure, wrote in. Um, he said, "Well, he had a guess for my middle name. Uh, he thinks it's Jorge." And uh, Jim, do you remember we got drunk and you figured out my middle name? Do you, you remember? know what's weird? You forgot that, that hit me. That hit me a couple days ago. We were all sitting at our Airbnb and we were drunk. And I remember we talked about this. <laughs> you guessed it. And I did guess it, and I don't remember what I guessed, but I remember I was like, I rem- I was at my house here, and I was like, oh shit, I I guessed his name, mm-hmm. and I have no idea what it was. You know what? I think I do. I think it just. I think I do. Let's hear it. Is it Gary? No. <laughs> Damn it. It's close. Very close. Uh, it's not Jorge or Gary. Well, maybe next time, Jim. Maybe next time you'll get it. Uh, Damn it. I can't, believe I, I can't believe I forgot what I guessed. That's, uh, that's well, we, I mean, Jim, give yourself some credit. We were very intoxicated. We were really tuned up. <laughs> right. So it was also four in the afternoon. <laughs> But it was six our time, my time, seven your time. So, you know, it, we, we get a pass. We get a pass. Um, <laughs> uh, CJ goes on. He said, hey, I loved your uh, loved your pick from last week on for last podcast on the left. Um, you guys actually got me hooked on that podcast shortly after I started listening to you. Oh, uh, awesome. Yeah, when you, gave, um, when you gave them a shout out a while ago. And he says, hey, Jim, I was the exact same way the f- with them at first. Only listened to the ones I heard about. Or I had heard about, but now I have started listening to all of them pretty much just because they are so funny. And they are. They're yeah. hilarious. Their latest one um, is on Flat Earthers. I don't know if you've listened to that one. I haven't. No. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> really funny. Just the concept of people who think the Earth is flat is just beyond me. But they just hit a home run with that one. Uh, <laughs> a couple other comments here. Um, I, we had a really nice email I wanted to, I wanted to get to. And it's, it's not super long, but it's, it's really nice. Um, uh, from Derek Coulter, and I think Derek has, has wrote in before. I'm not sure, but he says, "Hey, loved your all's uh, view on the podcast. You enjoy. I'm a truck driver, so I get a fair amount of podcasts myself. So that awesome. you, um, some that you didn't mention that I love are my brother, my brother, and me. It's a bad advice comedy podcast. Um, the Adventure Zone, and it's a D and D podcast. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, 
from the hosts of My Brother and My Brother and Me and their dad. So that's kind of cool. Um, our buddy cool. Aiden has a new uh, dungeon. I'm not a D&D player. I've never been into that stuff. But he has a new one called uh, Free Roll 5. So there you go, Derek. Check that one out. And there's a little plug for Aiden. Um, he also likes True Crime Garage, Fat Man Chronicles. It's a lifestyle podcast with real people trying to get healthy. That's pretty cool. And he has one here called Go Fact, Your- Go Fact Yourself. Watch what you say, Tom. Uh, <laughs> Go Fact Yourself. It's a trivia podcast that has two celebrities go head-to-head head, head head in a test of knowledge, which is cool. And he says, and many, many more. And he says, I also am um, attaching a, screensh- a screenshot of my listening stats from Podbean from just under two years of using the app. Um, it's the, he said in the he, he attached it, and it's, it's, the, it's the equivalent of 141 days of listening. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so that's cool, Derek. And he says, keep up the good work. Well, thank you, sir. And in our last comment... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I said that's really nice. Yeah, that is nice. That is. Um, thank you, Derek. And I hope uh, you stay safe on the on the roads out there. Truck drivers have it rough, man. And, uh, you know, they have, they have put on long hours on the road. Didn't your dad drive truck for a while? No. No, no, no. No, but I could see him. That's something he probably would have been interested in doing. He was a mechanic. Okay, that's what it was. Um, he worked I, I on could, the weenie mobile. Yeah. yeah, but I think... I think if he wasn't a mechanic, truck driver would have definitely been something he would have enjoyed. My dad started off as a truck driver, and uh, so that's what he did for a little bit. But he did more in-town stuff. But anyway, I digress. Uh, next one, last comment, is from our, our, our awesome gal, Leanne, in Hawaii. And I showed you this one. He said, hey, guys, awesome episode on the podcast. I totally need to check out some of the ones you mentioned, um, like Jim's number two pick, the music one, and Up and oh. Vanished. Uh, I'll get back to that in a second. But she also says, I also wanted to mention that here on Maui, corn dogs at the county fair have are, have always been called pronto pups. There you go. I, apparently it's Love Minnesota, it. Oregon, and Hawaii. <laughs> it's the well, Bermuda Oregon. Triangle of, of corn dogs. Oregon has uh, a lot of Hawaiian heritage. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe that's so where. I think, I think uh, University of Oregon offers in-state tuition for Hawaiian residents. No shit. So really? they're. Yeah, there are a lot of Hawaiians who live in Oregon and go to to University of Oregon. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Well, there you go. Um, and I swear Jim did mention funnel cakes with ice cream in his honorable mentions, but I might need to listen again. Yeah, because we got called out on that. We um, did. Um, uh, but she said she wrote this before we went on our trip. She says, have a great time in San Diego. Glad you guys are able to have a nice vacation. Enjoy. Aloha, Leanne. Well, thank you, Leanne. And, uh, yeah, that music podcast Jim mentioned last week, uh, I'm hooked. Like crazy, I love he that. He's so good. Oh it? my god, the guy is like wicked smart when it comes to music. In his voice, it's like butter. Uh, there's something <laughs> about it. I just love listening to it. Um, but yeah, cool. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, well, let's get to our um our actual uh, topic: top five movie football movies. Now that we're like a, like we're thirty minutes in. <laughs> it's only eighteen. Um, but what's <laughs> okay, Jim? Do you want to start? Yeah, sure, I'll start. All right, Jim, what's your number five uh, football movie? I, I debated heavily on my number five. There were three different Ooh, movies that it too. could have been. Exciting. And I, I definitely took a different curve on this one. Okay. It's different. <laughs> I went with, like, it's probably the anti-football movie. Oh, my God, uh, don't. I, no, you didn't. You didn't. I, did, I did concussion. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> I did. I went there. Okay, I'm not laughing. 
I'm just because I'm laughing because of a comment from my, my one brother sent me a couple days ago. It says, "If either of you put concussion on your list, you're uh-huh. idiots." <laughs> no, that's about right. That's about. Right. I've never seen it though, Jim. Actually, so I don't. I don't know it's, anything. It's, yeah, I know about movie. it, but yeah, I heard it's good. So it's tell me about it. It's a good movie. Yeah. And and Will Smith got robbed. As far uh, as uh, uh, Oscars. Any, yeah, as any any sort of award, he did a great job. Okay. Um. Yeah. It, uh, I, I, if I'm going to piss anybody off, at least it's your brother. Yeah, but it's the brother that likes you. <laughs> <laughs> then never mind. I apologize yeah, what, for my actions. It's okay. They, they don't, both of them don't like either of us, so don't worry about it. So, so the movie, for anybody who hasn't seen the movie, Will Smith stars in it, and he stars as uh, Dr. Bennett Amalu, mm-hmm. a forensic pathologist. And he's uh, fighting with the NFL mm-hmm. because through his research and – through players on the Steelers because he's based out of Pittsburgh, I believe. And um, he's, he's realizing there are a lot of uh, common problems with football and brain injuries and uh, aggression and suicide and things later in life. And basically uh, discover CTE or what, you know, he, he coins the phrase of CTE and fights with Roger Goodell Mm -hmm. and, um, gets this known as a thing that's real in football. It's real. It's ridiculous. Sorry, it's ridiculous. Right. Like, it's insane. CT is a thing, and all these people are putting themselves through it, and it's ridiculous. I love football. It's never going to change. It makes too much money to change, but it's ridiculous. Right. No, I mean, not to start off on a – downbeat i'm starting <laughs> i'm starting off the podcast this way i don't give a shit that's fine that's fine we had 18 minutes of just pure nonsense before we even got to this topic um i've never seen it but i'm very well aware just like most i think anyone who's a sports fan or people who care for the well-being of others know what cte is and the concussion problem in sports especially football um and uh i think it's a it's I've never seen it. I want to see it, but the work this guy's done is is probably um, some of the best medically in a long time. And you're right; like the, it's like the old adage when the banks were too big to fail. Like the NFL is like too big to fail. They're not gonna. Mm-hmm. They're not. Players are still gonna want the money, and they're still gonna put themselves through the risk. Owners are still gonna not care, and they only care about your money. <laughs> and they're not gonna change rules and stuff. And um, interesting, interesting pick though, Jim. Good job. What else it's you got? Very, on it's it? a it's an interesting pick. Yes, yes, that is true. There's a one of the um, Malcolm Gladwell podcasts. He talks about CTE, but he's speaking to a college, yeah, directly and talking to them about one of their um, teammates and and classmates who committed suicide, mm. and it's because of CTE. And he takes on the school head on while he's speaking at the school. I mean, it's like, it's, it's awesome, Mm -hmm. but, um, no, it's a, it's a really, actually, it's a very good movie. It's Will Smith was tremendous in it. Mm -hmm. He's, he's He's excellent. He, he actually really is. Um, he's a really good actor and he's great in this movie. And I feel like it was probably the best role he's acted. Um, legitimately, uh, it's a, it's a great drama. He's great in it. It's an important topic and it's just a great movie that I feel got overlooked in award season. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think, uh, I think you're right. It probably got way overlooked just because of the stigma around it. You know, like as far as, Oh no, we're going to just ignore that (laughs) because we don't want 
we don't want our sport to go away kind of thing, you know. But good pick. Having Jim. said that. Yeah. Having said all that. Yeah. I still love football. Oh, yeah. And I'm still watching it every Saturday and Sunday and probably Thursday and Monday. Right. And then I'll record it and watch it Tuesday and Wednesday because it's the only days left. Right. Well, they don't it's, even uh, let the, them you – know, the NFL doesn't even let you touch the quarterback anymore. So it's gotten better. <laughs> it's true. It actually has gotten a lot better. Yeah. And you can tell with with a lot of the, the uh, helmet-to-helmet hits and their their calling is a lot uh, more strict. And mm-hmm. you can tell that the players are trying to avoid those hits, mostly not for the well-being of other people. They just don't want the penalty. Right. Which oh, yeah. is fine, I guess. Which is fine, I guess, yeah. Um. You know, and it's uh, you mentioned this movie and stuff, and uh, you know, you're a big fan. I am too. Of the the only thing on ESPN I like uh, that they put out is their Thirty for Thirties, and yeah. I don't know if it's out yet. But the one, the new one out for uh, called uh, was it called Junior or called Seau? But it's about Junior Seau, who committed oh, yeah. suicide, and he was a great NFL linebacker, and they donated his brain, and he found out they did have CTE, and so I'm very excited to see that, and I think that potentially would have the same amount of damage towards NFL is this concussion movie, don't you think? Absolutely. And yeah. I mean Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. He had CT. Yep. And unfortunately he's he shouldn't be the poster child for the defense of CTE because I mean he kind of had a bad stigma around him. But if everything he did was related to the disease, then there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well let's 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 try to move on. Let's huh? move on. Let's talk about little giants or something. Okay. Well let me play I'm gonna play the I'll play a trailer for concussion here and then we'll move on. Okay. All right. When I was a boy, heaven was here. And America was here. You could be anything, you could do anything. the wrong person to have discovered this if you don't speak for them who will i found a disease that no one has ever seen repetitive head trauma chokes the brain the nfl does not want to talk to you you turned on the lights and gave their biggest boogeyman a name you're going to war with a corporation that owns a day of the week. No proof was presented today because there simply isn't any. They have to listen to us. This is bigger than they are. What do you think they're doing to you now? That's nothing. You have no idea how bad this could get. I have to keep going. They want you to say you made it all up. If they continue to deny my work, men continue to die. Sometimes in life, you're asked to leave it alone. But sometimes you can't. Who are you? Tell the truth. Tell the truth. All right, Jim. All right, let's pick, let's pick it up. Let's pick it up here. All right, my number five. Sorry to start with the downer. Go ah, on. Nah, let's go. Bad worry. news bears. Let's do it. <laughs> That's baseball. Um. Whatever. <laughs> My, mine are the bad news bears because I'm a Chicago fan. Oh, yes. They're getting better, then, Jim. They're getting better. They're getting better. It's a fluke. Uh, they're getting better, and the Vikings are getting worse. Um, okay, my number five is uh, it's a movie from 1991. It stars everyone's favorite Quantum Leap star, Scott Bakula, and it is Necessary Roughness. <laughs> I love this movie. I just watched it again the other night. It's a fun movie, man. It's a fun football movie. Um, 
I liked. I tend to like the ones that focus on like high school or college. You know, there's there's ones about pros. Um, you know, the, the NFL and stuff that are good. But I like the ones that are focused around college. And this one focuses around fictitious uh, Texas State University, which at the time there was no Texas State University, but I believe some of the universities there are now. Right? There's mm-hmm. in Texas. There's Texas State Universities. Yeah, is it is it in the Sun Belt? I feel like it was in the Sun Belt League. I don't know if that's I, true. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. Bible Belt, Sun Belt, Green Belt. It's <laughs> good beer. Um, anyway, uh, it takes place around the Texas State University, which and it focuses on a team. It actually mirrors a, a real-life situation about SMU, Southern Methodist University, that happened mm-hmm. in the 80s, that they yeah, repeatedly had violations of, um, you know, with recruiting violations and m- money to players and 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 steroids to play tons of stuff and so basically this is just saying this is what happened to that team that texas state was really good then they got everything taken away including their scholarships their coaches got fired they, everything and then they had to hold tryouts for uh enrolled students to fill a team and this movie folks are on that and um they use 17 players to play an actual d1 uh college games which is Hilarity ensues after that, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's a lot of fun. Scott Bakula plays the the old guy who never enrolled in college, so he comes back as a thirty five year old or something, and um, he's playing. He's a freshman in college now, playing for the team. Um, a very young uh, Jason Bateman is in this movie, um, which he's he's really funny. Um, this is not too long after like the his show like the Hogans or whatever from the eighties, so he's very not the movie star we know him today. Uh, and, um, and then, I mean, Jim, <laughs> as a nine-year-old boy watching this movie, my favorite thing was obviously, well, Kathy Ireland was in this movie. Yeah. So, fact, <laughs> I mean, let's not. In fact, I feel like you buried that because when you said, the only thing I know about that movie is that Kathy Ireland is in that Yeah, movie. I buried it just to, I don't want to, you know, there's too much, there's too much stuff going on these days. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't want to say that's the only reason I like that movie, but she, Kathy Ireland's gorgeous. Uh, she played a really cool role. She gets, uh, she's brought on as the kicker on the team um which is cool actually at the time no woman played collegiate football and i believe now since then at least a handful have been um have played collegiate football most of them kickers um except for one now i I think i wrote down here um i don't have it here oh yeah uh this girl um from in 2004 shelby osborne played for campbellsville university in kentucky uh, she played defensive back, so first woman to ever play something other than kicker, which I think is kind of cool. Um, anyway, uh, see here, what else, what else about the movie? It's a fun movie. It's just it's a lot of fun. Um, they the team is really bad, uh, and uh, there's one point where they actually finally get a tie and they freak out, which I think is funny because it's like a moral victory for them. Um, well, he's close to home there, Tom. Um, I know. Well, hey. Look for me, because the Vikings have a tie this year. The Browns have a tie. Everyone has a tie this year, it seems like. Um, uh, one of the best parts of this movie, too, is uh, Rob Schneider plays the announcer. <laughs> and, uh, he's here. That's where Fumble Ruski, Fumbalaya, comes from. Everyone talks about that now. Uh, he's, he did that. One of my favorite lines of the movie is they're playing, and it's like downpour rain, downpouring rain. And they're like uh, uh, Paul Blake, which is the character name for Scott Beck, you know, like He's running the ball. And he gets tackled. He ju- he dives and he then he slides because it's so wet. And he's like, "Oh, he, Paul Blake is down at the twenty-five, but he hydroplanes to the 17. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just it's just good. It's it's really funny. The announcer on it is funny. Um, 
yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, uh, I don't really have a whole lot on it because it's not a, a whole lot. Um, one of the guys, or two of the guys in it, uh, actors Dwayne Davis and Andrew uh, Bynarski, um, actually um, play in another football movie, um, which is on my list that I'll talk about later. But so they they're just kind of typecasted for football players and actors, so that's kind of cool. Um, other than that, not a whole lot. It's just a fun movie. Um, do you you remember this movie, right? Besides Kathy Ireland, <laughs> I do. I it's been a long time since I've seen it, and yeah. I might have only seen it once or twice. Yeah, that's good. I just rewatched it again the other night because I was like laying in bed and I'm like, well, which one's on Amazon or Hulu? Which one's free? And I was looking up these movies. And I'm like, damn, I don't want to go downstairs and get because I have all these movies. <laughs> I didn't want to go get them. So, oh, this one's on there. All right, I'll watch it. Um, but it was fun. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, that's all I got on it, man. Anything else you want to tell me about it? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Hey, hey. This year, the Texas State Armadillos are a little short on talent. Uh, show me the arms, huh? Throw the ball, genius. How about that? He stinks at two sports. But Coach Riggs thinks he knows where to find it. I never saw anybody fire that football the way you did. Maybe you should stay here with all your high school trophies. I wonder just how great you might have been. Now Paul Blake is back to finish the season he started 16 years ago. I hope he gets younger as he gets closer. Whoa, a 40-year-old freshman? Yeah, maybe he knew Elvis. We're taught to respect our elders. Well, I'm not that old. Trying to win with raw talent won't be easy. Again! Because this is as raw as it gets. Once more! Come on now! Ooh. That's better! We'll be the laughing stock of college football. Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle! What do you think we are now? It has to be your team. Hey, come on, you don't want to mess with us. We're nobodies. I want someone to be their leader, not to leave them behind. This Armadillo team is on a roll after last week's non-loss. Nobody thinks a team of wannabes, led by a has-been, can make it through the season. Fumble, fumble. You guys got a hell of a lot of energy left considering we lost by 40 points. Fumble Ruski. But the Armadillos are taking it one game at a time. <laughs> That's what happened to wrestling, man. Women take over the sport, man. What we need to do is get crazy. We need to get wild. We need to... Yeah. Hey, little doggy, you about to get fixed. Necessary roughness. I've been waiting for you. You should be waiting for the guy to cut your hair. All right, Jim, what is your number four? My number four is uh, a very Cleveland football movie. Yeah. <laughs> Are you excited? I am, because I think it's my number four also. Is it Draft Day? It is Draft Day. Is it really? Yes. I didn't even like this movie. I love this movie, and we are the only two. No one likes this movie. My, I know, I know. My one brother likes it. You like it, and my wife likes it. That's it. I know everyone else I talk to hates this movie. Yes. Okay. And people. Okay. So 
we watched this movie because um, it came out in 2014. Yeah. And we moved to Cleveland in 2015, and it just hit HBO. So we moved here, and it was on HBO, premiered the weekend after we moved here. Sure. So we're like and, – and where we live is really close to the Browns headquarters and training facility. Right. Like I could probably throw a football to it. Yeah. So we got here, and we're like, oh, we got to watch this movie. And the whole movie – is takes place like a few hundred feet from where we live in the training facility right. and they shot there and there's in the opening sequence there there's um some really iconic cleveland stuff like you remember the the market that we went to where we got all the the yes uh, yes Jeff. And <laughs> i yeah. definitely remember that because i had the meat sweats for three weeks <laughs> you're welcome yeah thank you it's, uh, that's in the beginning of of the hi honey can you say hi to everyone there's, that's oh, my wife. Everyone, we we. It's true. She's she exists. This, this is a this is a very special moment. Oh, tell her I said hello. Tom says hi. Hi, Tom. She hi. says hi. Yeah, good. good. Uh, <laughs> in the beginning of the movie, when Costner's driving around, you can see the West Side Market in the back of one of the shots. Oh, okay. And there's a couple other um, parts of Cleveland, and it's funny because uh, his route makes no sense. If he's driving yeah. to where their headquarters are, nothing in his route actually flows. But so we watched a uh, draft table when we first moved here, and it's uh, it's great. It's it, take apart the fact that we live in Cleveland and it's about the Cleveland Browns. It's a really good movie. Dennis Leary's great in it. Yeah, uh, Kevin Costner's great in it. Uh, Jennifer Garner is really good. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good football movie. What and this is your number four too. This is also my number four. Um, I I like it. Um, I, I you know, I started off when I was talking about necessary roughness. I said I tend to not like. I tend to like the ones that don't focus on pros, the pro, you know, professional teams as much, but I really like this one. And what I like about it, this one really does capture like the way people, fans and people feel about what your team is going to do on draft day. You know, like it really yeah. does capture that magic and people's like, there's the crazy fans. There's the people who are just like, well, I hope we do something smart, you know, like, or whatever. It, so it captures that, which is really great. And the I don't want to spoil it for people who actually haven't seen it, but the way it turns out, every person, even if you hate this movie, you all secretly hope your team had the balls to do what they did in the movie. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so cool, you know. So, yeah, I like I like it a lot. Um, a couple, I had a couple other facts on it. Um, it was originally going to focus around the Buffalo Bills. Um, but they did not want that. I guess they pulled out early of the in the production, so they then they moved to Cleveland. Um, and one of the did I say pull out early? <laughs> sorry. You did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and uh, there's a trade in their movie that, uh, that between Cleveland and uh, Seattle, I think. Seattle. And yeah. that originally was going to be Cle- the, they were going to really originally. Uh, trade with the New York Jets, and the Jets didn't want the, that negative not connotation, so they they've um, pulled out of the movie too. So, um, so that's kind of interesting facts and stuff. And um, yeah, what else you got on it? Oh gosh, let's see. Um, um, there's oh yeah, actually something that you probably I don't know if you know this. Uh, you know who directed the movie? Wasn't it a Reitman? Didn't Ivan Reitman? It was I, Ivan Reitman yes, directed this. Yes, yes. There you go. Uh, very weird. We're talking Ivan Reitman from 
Animal House, Meatballs, Stripes, right. Ghostbusters, I mean, everything that we talk about on this show. Right. Uh, Space Jam, Road Trip. Um, if we do basketball movies, Space Jam's up there. <laughs> Just so you know. Space Jam is up there. And one of my favorite movies, Up in the Air, he did that. He did the new Baywatch. He's done um, a lot of movies. I, yeah, He's done a lot of movies and some excellent, excellent movies. I did not expect him to be the person who directed this movie. Right. I like. Um, I really like Kevin Costner in this movie. Like, people, I, I, I don't know. I like Kevin Costner. I think some people are lukewarm about him, but... Um, you know he's done great movie in baseball. He's in, you know, Field of Dreams and Bull Durham. There's great baseball movies. He he loves sports. Oh, yeah. Obviously, he For does an awesome job Tin as Cup. yeah Tin Cup. But he does an awesome job in this movie as Sonny Weaver, the GM of the Bills. I think it's just he's totally. so believable. Um, you, you know, you sense it. You know, he's just he's just really good. He's just really good. I I I, I don't know. I, I like this movie. I don't know why people dog on it that much. I I I don't understand. But it's that's pretty good to me. We were really excited to watch this movie when we moved here. Yeah. And then I started asking people, hey, have you seen Draft Day? And people who live here are like, no, I haven't <laughs> seen them. You know, people there should be, you know, maybe that got, because like, you know, the Browns are starting to be a little better here. Okay. Yes. And that movie kind of showed that it can be done. You know, it's Hollywood and it's it's a written movie, you know, this and that. But it, it, they started to get better after this you know they start drafting differently and maybe they're inspired by draft day what do you think not at all no, no. okay yeah yeah it's just, just stupid let's just move on <laughs> all right anything, <laughs> anything else on draft day no that's all i got <laughs> all right. this is the draft day browns fans were waiting for sonny i hope you're listening you run this team you're the general manager you can fix hey tom hey sonny sonny every year someone comes out of this looking like a donkey can you hear me? Yeah. Good, because tomorrow I got a feeling it could be you if you don't make this deal. Let's talk about the draft. I need you to make a splash, Sonny. If you can't do it, then I have to do it. Just to be clear here, you're threatening to fire me, right? Your job is to coach a team I give you. They do it different in Dallas? Yeah, they do. They win. A lot. How is it that the ultimate prize in the most macho sport ever invented is a piece of jewelry? Can we talk football? We can always talk football. I just want the team that I want, one time. You see things other people don't see. Rewind that back to the start of the play. That's one of the things I love about you. All that matters is what you think. Write your own story, Sonny. I want this team's future back. Let's get busy. Draft day. History in the making. 224 young men are about to become players in the National Football League. Bo Callahan, he's the surefire slam dunk number one pick. Trade me. I'm going to do what's best for the team. This is the draft analysis we've all been working on for the last two months. Just made a trade with the Seahawks. Sonny, that's our future. You sold a cow for magic beans. How does the entire world already know about this, Mom? Because I just tweeted it. You're on Twitter? You're not. I love having the number one pick. Oh, I hope that you would. The Cleveland Browns are now on the clock. It's go time, boss. You go on row. Who are you going to take? What's happening? Who are you picking? You son of a... I need five minutes, and then you can fire me. I got Tom Michaels on the line. Sonny, are we trading six? I quit, Sonny. Don't quit. See what I do from here. 
You're gonna like this. The football world is in shock, wondering what exactly the Cleveland Browns' Sonny Weaver Jr. is cooking up here. You're not gonna believe what's happening. You make this deal right now, say it with me. An absolute stutter. Okay, screw it. No more offense. Oh, no, 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 no. You're out of your mind. Yeah, I am. Haven't I proved that already? You know, my wife loved living in Dallas, Sonny. It's a rich town full of fancy people, and she likes that kind of thing. So she wasn't exactly thrilled when I said, hey, baby, pack your bags. We're moving to Cleveland. Well, there's fancy people here, too. No, there's really not, which is okay by me. But I dragged my pretty wife to this town because this city deserves a championship, and I'm the guy that can deliver it. All right, Jim, what is your number three? Because we've had the same number fours. Twinsies. Twinsies. Uh, it's going to happen I talk again. about, my number three, I talk about this TV show a lot, but I'm going to go Friday Night Lights, the movie. Ah, yes. Good pick. I didn't I didn't put this one on my list, but okay. I knew you would. So, <laughs> Friday Night Lights, the movie, is also done by Peter Berg, who did the TV show later on, mm-hmm. and is shot in a lot of the same style, where everything is um, off the shoulder and is very, like, in the moment. Nothing is really staged. It's just following the action of the scenes. And uh, it's done in, in uh, 2004. Mm-hmm. And it follows a high school football team in Odessa, Texas, where football is a religion. Yep. And uh, it's based on the book Friday Night Lights, A Town, A Team, and a Dream, which was written in 1990 by H.G. Bissinger, who I've heard is not welcome in the town of Odessa. Oh, do you know? Is there a reason? Uh, yeah, they hate this book. <laughs> they hate they hate the way the town was described and the people in it were described. It did not go over very well, from what I hear. Hmm. Not to alienate any people in our great state of Texas, but I mean, don't you think it's kind of accurate? Yeah, I mean, it's a true story. It's, <laughs> right. it's right. written about the 1988 Permian High School Panthers right. and the players who were on the team and what happened to them. It's a true story. I mean, there's you can't... He didn't take a whole lot of liberties with this, no. and uh, they just didn't like the way it was depicted, which is real life. So, hmm. and it's all—I mean, this happened. It's—it's pretty accurate, right? Uh, well, we saw a lot of this stuff happen in Oklahoma. Um, right. They would do a sweep every couple years and nail all the schools for for recruiting violations and. I mean, we're talking high school football teams that would sell out college stadiums when they played each other. Jenkson Union, they'd sell out University of Tulsa when they played each other. Yep. And they would give, they would get jobs for parents. They would get apartments for families to get kids into their school districts. I mean, it's they would start kids playing football at the age of four and then hold them back a couple years so they're bigger when they're freshmen. I mean, it's like it's ridiculous. It's really. I mean, I, that sounds ridiculous, and it's the opposite. It's a same here in Minnesota, but different sport. <laughs> it's with hockey, sure. so it's it's sad sure. actually. But all right. So, um, in the TV show, they have the same P that the Permian High School has. It's the same P, but it's the Dylan Panthers. So the P is for Panthers, and the movie is the Permian High School and uh, Mojo Permian Mojo. Mm-hmm. And this one, the main player in this one is uh, Booby Miles, yes. and he's the main running back, and he gets hurt. And it follows him, and, and this is basically all he has in his life, is to play high school football and go pro. And he gets hurt, and now his future shot. And there's another um, player, uh, he's a fullback, uh, Billingsley, whose dad's an abusive alcoholic. 
and that's played by Tim McGraw, and he's incredible in this movie. Tim McGraw's an amazing actor in this movie. Yeah, like, that was out of left field. Like, totally. <laughs> like, oh, Tim McGraw's in it. I was like, oh, okay. And then you, you see the movie, you're like, dude, he was, like, the best actor in the movie. <laughs> he was. Yeah. He was. And Billy Bob Thornton is the coach, and he's good in anything he does. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's just about the expectation that the town puts on these 16, 17, 18-year-old kids to go to state and to win state. And it's every Friday. They have this pressure and expectation to win. And it's from their parents. It's from the town. It's um, the heritage. You know, it's, it's the type of town where if it's an away game, the town shuts down mm-hmm. and goes to whatever school it is. It's just it's that culture. And I just find it really interesting. We, Tom and I lived in Oklahoma and we sort of, well, I don't know that. if it was a strong, yeah, I mean, it was, it was intense there. I don't know if it's as strong as it would be in like West Texas, right? but it's definitely comparable where you would have the billboards in, in the kids' yards who played for the schools. And, oh, yeah. um, yeah. you know, we would go, I remember when I first got there, Tom, I, I shot up in, um, Owasso, which yeah. is North of yeah. Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't shot a high school. I loved shooting high school football yes. when we worked at news. And, and I shot a lot in Davenport, which is not even a comparison by any means. And I go to shoot my first high school football game in Tulsa. And I'm going to Owasso, and Tom's like, oh, man, that stadium is ridiculous. There's a Jumbotron. And I'm like, what? And no. <laughs> yeah. And I get there, and there's a Jumbotron. And the school AV club is running instant replay cameras right next to me on the sidelines. Yeah. And With- they have a group running cable and it's like it's intense man it's, it, it's they had a better camera than the one you're using and 100%. you were for network news <laughs> yeah yeah it's ridiculous yeah uh, yeah man that was that was intense yeah uh, it's true so, it, it's you know the the friday night lights depicts what it really is like in Texas. I mean, my wife's from texas she said that you know towns would shut down on friday and even if you didn't like football that's what you did on friday Everyone in the yeah. school went. Everyone in the town went. We saw it in Oklahoma. Some of these smaller towns, like the city of Tulsa doesn't shut down, but some of these smaller towns, it's their town. Like, well, this game Friday, so-and-so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even Broken Arrow, Owasso, mm-hmm. Skyatuck, all those towns. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff, Jim. This is a great movie. Yeah, it didn't make – it was an honorable mention of mine, but didn't make my top five. Anything else on it? Nope, I've talked enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gentlemen. The hopes and dreams of an entire town are riding on your shoulders. You may never matter more than you do right now. It's time. Now, if you want to win state, you're going to have to beat a team of giants, a team of monsters over in Dallas that outweigh you about 30 pounds a man. This is real sincere warfare. We're in the business of winning. Should we believe the hype? What hype? The hype about Booby Miles. Now, hype is something that's not for real. I'm all real. What's it like being the quarterback? I mean, this is a big responsibility for a 17-year-old kid. Do you think you can handle it? No, that is not acceptable. Hope so. Your dad played at Permian. What's it like to be the son of a local legend? Tell me why you can't hold on to the ball. Maybe this is hell. Oh, oh, two, football. Next question. With a ball carry. Give me just one touchdown. Just one. Hey, 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 son, come here, come here. Where you going? You don't you want me to go in, coach? You don't want a helmet? My goodness gracious. Do you want to play?
play college ball? Do you want to get out of this town? I think so. Well, why aren't you doing something about it? We gotta lighten up. We're 17. You think it's just a game? I think you're scared just like the rest of us. I've seen you fight. I've seen you not quit. Can you give me a great effort and just a little bit more? Can we be perfect? So let's take care of it! One day when you look back at this time, I dare you to beat it. I dare you. Okay, my number three is uh, kind of along the lines of your number three. Uh, it depicts high school, Texas. Um, uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, and it is a little town, a uh, little town, little movie called Varsity Blues. I don't want your life. <laughs> oh, Jonathan Moxon. It's my number one. Oh really? Oh man, yeah. I thought. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought your number one would be what mine is, but that's okay. Um, your number one. Well, I'll, you feel guilty. Um, because I don't like. I don't like. Uh, I don't like stepping on your toes, Jim. What if we're dancing? Well, <laughs> you got two left feet, Tom. Yeah, but you have two right feet, so it works out just fine. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll talk a little bit varsity blues, and I'll let you, you kind of go <laughs> from there. But it's a movie from 1999, um, and uh, it depicts uh, a 3A high school, 3A division high school in West Canaan, Texas, and which is uh, basically it's kind of like a fictional fictionalized story of. Friday Night Lights <laughs> kind of bases like here's yeah. what this town does and uh, how you know they handle football and these high school kids and having a coach that's crazy <laughs> you know Bud Kilmer bad dude um Bud Kilmer. yeah tan T- give her a tan tan yeah you go prom with me um <laughs> anyway the players deal with the pressures of adolescence along with their football obsessed community and their crazy coach um and uh it's just it's cool it stars james vanderbeek and paul walker and scott Kahn. um you know all people who went on to be pretty pretty big stars um james vanderbeek was the biggest at the time because he was on dawson's creek at that time um Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's a pretty cool um a couple things in it uh that i like um moxon wears the number four because his favorite quarterback was brett Favre. Uh, not my favorite, but I my number my favorite number is four. So that was kind of cool. Um, uh, the top notch restaurant, Jim, is a restaurant located in Austin, Texas, and there's a scene that's filmed there, and that is in, also in what movie? Dazed and Confused. Thank you. It's a real place in Austin. Yes, and uh, and uh, if we ever in, if we're ever in Austin, I, I've never been there. Have you been to Austin? No, I've never been. To oh, Austin. we'll have to go to Top Notch. Um, so that's pretty cool. A couple other things. Um, the the <clears throat> announcers during the games um, were not actors. They're actually announcers that call local high school football. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, all the beer in the movie that you see is looks like Budweiser cans, but if you look closely, it just says beer on it, which I, <laughs> I love when TV shows and movies do that. Um, uh, the high school fight song. This is for our buddy Paul. High school fight song for their the team is actually the Texas A&M War Hymn, and he's a big A&M fan, so... Uh, he listens, but he listens like a year later. So he'll get that in a year. He'll enjoy that little tidbit. Um, and the f- the big movie poster, which I think everyone will remember the movie poster. 
um, that it's on like the DVD cover and stuff is a guy's uh, next to a Ford truck. Uh, that truck is not in the movie. That was just for the poster, yeah. which is kind of cool. And um, uh, Paul Walker in the movie plays the he's the original quarterback. He uh, gets hurt, his leg gets hurt, and he actually in in the movie during filming actually did break his leg. I, it wasn't during that scene or anything, but um, so that was kind of cool. And actually, and this one's kind of sad, R.I.P., Paul Walker and also Ron Lester, who played Billy Bob, have both since passed away at very young ages. So um, what else do you got on the movie? Uh, you know, that's that's pretty much most of it. I think we talked about this movie during our high school movies. We Yes, I believe so. Yeah, because I think we recapped most of what you just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, you left out Allie Larder and her uh, most famous <laughs> scene. Yes, I was. <laughs> I, I uh, left that out uh, because I, I – I, well, I, I – I wanted you to say it. I didn't want to say sure, it. I already sure. said the Kathy Ireland thing. Um, no, but that's uh, – you got to remember, this movie came out in 99. Okay. I'm 17 yep. years old, 18 years old. Or, yep. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a good scene for a 17-year-old boy to see. Yes. <laughs> yes. The, um, the whipped cream scene, yes. Uh, I had this movie – it was one of the first DVDs I ever bought, and I would – throw this movie in and just like take naps yeah. like this was my background noise movie still is i love this <laughs> it's a great um, movie. it's a great movie mm-hmm. everything about this movie so many quotable lines um i just it's it's a really great movie i i don't know what else to say about I it. like it's scott Kahn's character tweeter uh which everybody is... knew tweeter everybody Every... had a tweeter. exactly that's the thing about that exactly it's a great character and everybody had that high school friend yep and my buddy ryan who i believe uh, i know he's listening to the show uh he knows he was the tweeter <laughs> so um and he would do the tweeter touchdown dance which 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 is uh it's a takeoff the icky shuffle um which back in the late 80s, early 90s, I don't remember Icky Woods from the Bengals. He only played a few short years. Um, but he had the little, his little Icky dance, and that was the what the tweeter dance was. <clears throat> yeah. What was really stupid about the the only thing that bothered me about this movie, and it even bothered me, because I went to see this movie in the theater. Right. The only thing that bothered me is we left the movie, and the stupidest thing is that Moxon um, takes this big stand against the coach. This, Keep that needle out of his leg. Right. It's cortisone. It's like, it's not like he's shooting up with heroin or steroids or anything right. like important. It's a cortisone shot. It's the equivalent of Jesse Spano it's, being addicted to caffeine pills. It totally, I'm so excited. It's totally the same thing. It's like, just pump the brakes, man. Right. Go out there and finish the damn game. It's right. not that big of a deal. It's 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 not it's not but it's a great movie I I really enjoyed it and uh, um, a couple of good scenes a couple of other good scenes I love when uh, they're uh, the two dads are are you know basically talking about the, which kid is which one of their kids is better at like the family yeah. picnic yeah and, and oh then, yeah yeah <laughs> fire that big skinny throws the ball to knock the beer can off his head and he just nails right in the nose like rakes his nose it's like jesus um it's good and i remember you saying and if you talked to us in our high school movies the kid who plays moxon's brother um yeah. this there's like he's missing right the actor isn't he the one that was... never seen him again or something like that yeah there was something with him yeah now yeah. that you say that. yeah which sad news but oh, it's a good movie i, I like it um I yeah. like him. 
<laughs> oh, good stuff. Anything else on that, Jim? No, I love it. Uh, watch it. It's a great movie. Okay. In America, we have laws. And it's just accepted that as a member of American society, you will live by these laws. In West Canaan, Texas, there is another society which has its own laws. We woke up in the Twilight Zone. West Canaan, sex and football. It's all there is. <laughs> hey, Mark, let's roll! <laughs> Autograph? Right here? I tell you, these players are just running around flawless. Oh, my boy's too much trouble for you. Oh, no, uh, coach. What the hell are you doing? Changing. Oh, come on, I'm wearing underwear. Does it really bother you? I can handle it. Tell me this insanity's over in a few weeks. Five more games, no more football, no more Kilmer, and if I get into Brown, no more Miss Kane. Woo! Yeah! Come on, keep your shirt on, Billy Bob. Got <laughs> the strip club, man. I'm here to work. This <laughs> better than football. This is better than anything. We do things around here my way. You're gonna be second string all your life, boy. This game is 48 minutes. For the next 48 years of your life. The hell with Gilbert. <laughs> this is your opportunity. For here. you. Playing football at West Canaan may have been the opportunity of your lifetime. But I don't want your life. You disobey me, and I will bury you. I know about your scholarship to Brown. Only way we're going back out in the fields without you. Kilmer said 48 minutes the next 48 years of our lives. I say we go out there and we'll leave it all out on the field. We got the rest of our lives to be mediocre, but we have the opportunity to play like gods. Let's be heroes. All right, that was my number three. So what's your number three? Did you already do your number three? I did, Friday Night Oh, Friday Night So we're on number two, Jim. What's your number two? Uh, Number two is... I love this movie. It, it was debatable whether this or Varsity Blues could be my number one, but I went with The Program. This is my number two. <laughs> is it really? Yes. Good pick. I love this movie. I was certain this is going to be your number one. Oh, well, yeah, but my number one well, is one of the greatest well, football movies ever made. But okay, The Program, my number two. Good. What do you got on it? The Program is so good. Is 1993, mm-hmm. James Caan, Halle Berry, Omar Epps, Christy Swanson, Joey Lauren Adams, um, college football movie. I mean, through and through. It's like, um, it's, it is college football. I mean, mm-hmm. how everybody acts, the alcoholism and steroids and the coach and just everything about it, the, 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 the boost, hype. The boosters. The, the boosters <laughs> yep. and the, the hype on the Heisman candidate quarterback and how he deals with the pressure. And like, it's just, uh, Omar Epps plays. He's a freshman. Is he a freshman? Omar Epps is a true freshman. Yep. A true. Yeah, he's a true freshman, and um, it was directed and written. Let's see. Uh, David S. Ward. He he wrote and directed other movies like the Major League series. So mm-hmm. he did this one. Major League was a lot more satirical. This is a very serious, like, pretty. I, I didn't play college football, but I right. mean, it's a really good depiction of college football. Great movie. Um, 
it, the film, the the school in it is the ESU Timberwolves, which is a fictitious uh, D1 school. Right. They played real teams, but it wasn't a real school, and they were trying to make their a bowl game despite uh, steroid use and and everything else that they were uh, battling against alcoholism and everything else. But mm-hmm. uh, it was shot at uh, Boston College, Duke, University of Michigan. University of Iowa, University of South Carolina. They shot on real college campuses mm-hmm. for the movie. And there's just so many scenes that, that stand out to me in it. I mean, the the we keep saying steroids, but there's one player who's just massive. And I guess he put on like a ton of weight and a ton of muscle in the offseason. And all the coaches are like, eh, he didn't do that naturally, <laughs> but we just let's just let him be because he's going to kill people. Right. And there's, there's scenes of him and like coaches are talking in the foreground and in the background, he's just lifting like – Volkswagens, and they're right. just like, hmm, that's not normal. Yeah, and the head and co- he, the head coach in that scene, he's like James Consigliere. He's like, you know, it's not that hard to pack on that pounds if you hit the gym really hard. Like he's just gonna just deny <laughs> everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, there is a scene in this movie uh, that was really controversial, and I remember it being controversial, but I never saw it. When I saw the movie, it was already pulled out. Yeah, not many people and, saw this scene. No, because it, it was in the theater for a short period of time where the players lay down on the center line on the road mm-hmm. and all the cars drove by him. And it was at night and the cars drove by him and uh, the movie went out in the theaters and then kids did it and either got seriously injured or killed. And then they pulled the movie and took the scene out and then mm-hmm. re-released it. And I guess it was seen on some DVDs, but only in Hong Kong. So yeah, Good you luck. can, you, I, I, when I remember when this movie was, you know, you, you see the previews, the trailer on uh, TV when I was younger, when, I was, when this movie was coming out, I remember seeing a scene, like a quick shot of them laying in a road. Yes, <clears throat> and, yeah, me too. And I never saw, I don't know if anyone I know went to the theater before that scene was cut out, because it was only days after it was released, I think, that they... I think Touchstone Pictures, I think, released it. They, they're like, no, we got to take this out. So they pulled it all from the theater, cut that out, put it back in, put the put the movie back in the theater. And, um, you know, so I never saw it. It never took anything away from me not seeing that scene. Like, it, the movie's fine. Wait, it is. But um, I did – you can find it on YouTube if you do want to see it. Um, it's, it's, it, it's fine, but I can see, you know, now that you know, like, some people did that, and one one for sure died, and some people seriously injured in real life. Um, it's like, why? Yeah, why would they think that was a good idea <laughs> to put that scene yeah. in the movie? And uh, yeah. so you can see it. It's a rough cut of it um, and stuff uh, on YouTube, which I found it today. Which was the today was the first time at researching for the show. That was the first time I actually seen the scene because I've never gone out to find it. You know, um, so interesting stuff. Um, that's the only big thing I had else besides what you have mentioned about this movie is that scene that that's is very the controversial scene there. Um, other couple things, uh, Michigan fans probably know Bo Schembechler, uh, coaching legend. He provides the commentary during the, when they play when they're playing Michigan. Um, so people probably recognize that. And you mentioned the University of South Carolina. They shot all the university scenes when they're rocking on campus. Also on that camp on on that uh, campus, which is cool. Um, I love this movie, man. We, I, you know, we I played football, I, you know, junior football, and a little bit of high school and stuff. And we'd always reference this movie. All of our, my friends, we'd always talk about this. Um, there's a scene where it's at the end of the movie, I think, and Joe Kane, who's the quarterback, um, he drops the ball 
and it bounces right back to him. And we so and we always like uh, would joke at uh, on the football field. And we do that so the ball you know hit the football the right way so it bounced back to you. We're like, hey, Joe Kane bounce. There's a Joe Kane bounce. <laughs> We'd always say that. Um, it's just a good movie. And you're right. It depict it pretty much for two people who've never played college football. I think it's pretty close to what we all think is really going on in college football during the mid nineties. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. It's a great movie. Good. I'm glad you picked it. I was I was worried you weren't going to have it on there. I'm like, oh, this is a great. If you haven't seen it, people, seriously, you got to see this movie. So, good stuff. Anything else on it, Jim? Nope, that's it. Alrighty. Goal thirteen. Most of my players are farm boys, or they're from the inner cities. Football is their deliverance from different worlds. When I turn pro. I'm going to get you the house to go with it. From different lives. Welcome to college. <laughs> they've come to pursue a dream. Any football program worth his name. Elite group of warriors. I'm going to bust your gun open and watch you die. Talent unites them. You going to lead us to the promised land? The question is, can you boys follow me? Competition divides them. Darnell Jefferson, tailback. Ray Griffin, starting tailback. Yeah, I know. That's why they recruited me. Hey, don't tell me you're falling for this guy. He's nothing. He's just another gangbanger with speed. Pressure surrounds them. You play that second half the way you did the first, this is what the rest of your season's gonna look like. Thought we might take a little ride. We go slow, no cowboy stuff. And one man stands by them. I'm never gonna play again, am I? Even when they fall. Listen to me, boy. We need you. We're gonna ring that championship bell! Touchstone Pictures and the Samuel Goldwyn Company present a story of what it takes Get it up. Come on, man. to fight the pressure, face the pain, and survive the program. Rated R. All right, Jim, let's get to, uh, before we get to my number one, let's get to some honorable mentions. What do you have? I have Brian's song. Mm-hmm. I have The Junction Boys. I've never seen that one. Oh man, have you? Do you know what it's about? I've I've heard of it. I really don't know much about it. No, it almost this was like this almost made my number five instead of concussion. It's uh, it's um about Texas A and M football and this uh was Bear Bear Bryant maybe um just a hard ass coach came in and restructured the team and took all these boys out to like the middle of nowhere this camp in the middle of nowhere and just beat the crap out of them jeez um he wouldn't let them have water breaks it was like excessive heat and just ran them and ran them and drilled them all day and all night until only like 12 of them remained and just made all of them drop out and uh it's harsh and it's brutal to watch but it was a true story okay about texas a&m football um and the express the ernie davis story oh yeah that's a good one um I actually was surprised when we picked this topic. We're like, maybe there's not enough movies. I was surprised how many I actually like, how many football movies I like, <laughs> and how many there are. <laughs> if we start thinking about them, so I had quite a bit. Um, we you mentioned Little Giants earlier. I I I showed my son Little Giants the other day, and uh, he so he got to see it for. I liked that movie. It's a lot of fun. Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill. Um, but it's basically the Sandlot with football kind of thing. Yeah, um, yes, it is. But it's a great movie, and it actually I was watching it because then I also watched Necessary Roughness the other day. There's a lot of similar scenes, <laughs> so it's like they took Necessary Roughness and put kids in it. Um, it was kind of funny. Um, uh, the Replacements with Keanu Reeves, which is 
Yep. Good on Keanu, getting me to like one of his movies. I really enjoy The Replacements. I think it's a really fun movie. It was always that was another one. It's like Shawshank. It was always on like TBS or TNT. <laughs> it was always on. Um, Waterboy with Adam Sandler. It's just a fun movie. Um, Leatherheads. Uh, it's not that great of a movie. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's a good. It's fun. It's more of a love story thing, but it it, it depicts. It takes place in Duluth, which is cool. It depicts the Duluth, they call it Bulldogs. We used to have an NFL team here long it turns, long ago at the turn of the century called the Duluth Eskimos, which later became, um, the I believe, the Washington Redskins, I think, um, which is kind of cool. Um, so it talks about that. That's a good movie. Um, the Longest Yard, the original one with uh, Burt Reynolds. Blindside, I really enjoyed. Um, Remember the Titans. Uh, with uh, with Denzel Washington, I like that one a lot. Uh, there's one I don't know if you know this one, Jim. Called the Best of Times. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's got my boy Kurt Russell in it, so that's probably why I like it. And Robin Williams, yes, Robin Williams in a football movie. And it's about it's real quick. It's about a um, Robin Williams when he was there in high school. He dropped the big pass to win like the state championship or homecoming game or something, and it's bothered him all these years. And so like 15 years later or 20 years later, he convinces the mayor and the town and all the kids that were involved, now men that were involved, <laughs> to replay the game. And they're all in their 30s. It's really, it's actually not a bad movie, but it's it's not great either. But uh, that's a lot of fun. I like that one. Um, and one I was struggled, I was so going to put it on my list because it was one of the first movies I ever watched, football movies. Loved it. And it was Wildcats. Do you remember the movie Wildcats? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, love it. Goldie Hawn, uh, the de- the is Goldie Hawn in it? The um, screen debuts of Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes, which they went on to star in like three other movies together, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which yeah, is kind of right. cool. They became like big buddies. Um, but uh, I really love that movie. It's a really good movie, and that was I. It was hard for me to leave that one off, but um, I like that one a lot. But uh, but yeah, those are all those uh, kind of the ones I have. But uh, my number one, Jim. Yes. It's a, it's a great movie, and it actually te- makes me tear up every time. I love this movie, and it is uh, from 1993, and it's Rudy. Okay. You don't like Rudy? <laughs> no, I like Rudy. I just totally forgot about Rudy. Oh. I think you were going to go Rudy. I thought you were going to go Any Given Sunday because we never mentioned that. Oh, movie. we never mentioned that. Yeah, that's a good movie too. Oliver Stone, though, he freaks me out. <laughs> I, I thought for sure that's where you were going, oh, so that's no. true for a curve, but good call with rudy i I totally blanked on that i love the movie rudy it's such a fun it's such a great like you know kind of like a david goliath versus goliath thing you know the young you know the small guy just wouldn't give up uh it's great um you know it takes play it takes it's a true story although the movie takes a lot of liberties (laughs) um from the true story but um it follows uh um uh, what's the guy's real name? Rudiger is his last name. Shoot, I don't have. I didn't write down his first name. Um, uh, and it follows uh, Rudy, who they call him, and who's played by Sean Astin, who is a he's a small kid, but he always dreamed of playing for Notre Dame football. And after he graduates high school, he you know he he's not the best on his team, and he's not like getting scholarship offers or or anything like. But he's like, I'm going to play for Notre Dame, and the movie just shows him trying to to play for Notre Dame and um, his grades aren't even good enough to be in Notre Dame. So he has to go to like a, a, a junior college next to Notre Dame. So he finally, finally gets to the practice squad of the team. And then in the story is he did his last game in his senior year. He finally gets in for one play, uh, which is true. That is the real Rudy did get in for one play. 
and it's just such a cool like such a, the movie has such heart you know it's just like god this guy just won't give up and it's just very inspiring um i like it uh i like it a lot man um the the time uh rudy was there i believe in 1972 three is when uh he was there uh joe montana actually played on that team uh oh. with him uh, they didn't depict him in the movie at all um but uh he was actually on that team for a while which is kind of cool uh the coach at the time was Dan Devine. Um, he went on later to coach like the Packers and some other NFL teams, I think. He was uh, good friends with Rudy, the real life Rudy, and he uh, he said he basically he volunteered to play the villain because the coach doesn't like him, uh, basically to get the movie green lit, uh, greenlit. And uh, um, but after it came out. Um, he didn't like the portrayal of him because he really was on board for Rudy the whole time. He wasn't the bad guy. Like he did, he wanted him to succeed. Um, so that was kind of interesting. I, just, I didn't realize that. A um, couple other things in it. Um, he has a brother in the movie called named Frank. Uh, Rudy in real life has no real li- has no brother. Um, Frank was just kind of a character uh, rolled into one of all the, all the people in Rudy's life that told him he couldn't do it. And so they just rolled him into his brother to be kind of a dick to him. And then the the character of Fortune, which was uh, like the caretaker of the field, uh, played by Charles S. Dutton. Um, that was a combination of three different people that would help Rudy um, along the way, give him advice and stuff. So I think that was pretty cool. Um, this is the on-screen debut of Mr. Vince Vaughn, which is good. Oh. And he's in, in John Favreau is also in this movie. And, of course, those two would go on to be in uh, a movie we like, Swingers. And uh, another movie called Made. Have we talked about that yeah. movie? Uh, we've never talked about Made. Yeah. What do you think of that one? I liked it. Yeah. it. You just can't go into it thinking it's Swingers number two. Right. Yeah, that's a bad, <laughs> bad deal. Um, but yeah, Rudy's so good. And it's just, it's so like, you're so, you know, it does the classic movie things where like the, the whole team comes in the coach's office and gives them the t- the game jerseys because he's like we're if Rudy can have my spot and my spot and you know so it's very emotional because they want Rudy to play and then of course there's like the whole slow clap and in, in the stands and the chance for Rudy and stuff but it's 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 great it's really cool to see all that and uh, um yeah I love it I think it's a great movie um at the end of the movie open oh, sorry spoiling for anyone when he does get a sack um on his one play he sacks the quarterback. And that is true. He did do that in real life, which is pretty cool. Um, another thing, of uh, Senator John McCain in 2008 actually used the track uh, Take Us Out from the movie during his uh, presidential bid, which is I thought was interesting. So other than that, that's all I got on Rudy. But, man, it's a great movie. I love Rudy. You don't have to like Notre Dame football to like Rudy. <laughs> so, that's true. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, yeah, that's all I got, Jim. Well, that's a pretty good list. Thank you. <laughs> After high school, I'm going to play football at Notre Dame. Chasing a stupid dream causes nothing but you and everyone around you heartache. The problem with dreamers is they usually are not doers. Are you fully aware of the sacrifices you're going to have to make? It's the most beautiful campus in the world. Having dreams is what makes life tolerable. Notre Dame is for rich kids. Smart kids, great athletes. It's not for us. Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to go to school here. And ever since I was a kid, everybody said it couldn't be done. I always listened to them, believe what they said. I don't want to do that anymore. 
Not supposed to be here. Not everyone is meant to go to college. I need your help. Why should I help? I just want to be a part of this university. You're nuts. Yeah, a lot of people have been telling me that lately. Sometimes a winner is a dreamer who just won't quit. <laughs> hey, you guys! My son's going to Notre Dame! I'm here to play football for the Irish. I wish God would put your heart in some of my players' bodies. You're five feet nothing. A hundred and nothing. And you got hardly a speck of athletic ability. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. A true story from the creators of Hoosiers. You ready, champ? I'm ready for this my whole life. All right, Jim. Well, that was fun. Nice uh, the fall classic to do uh, football movies. I like that. I liked it. But now we're in October, Jim. As we're recording this, we are in October. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It is, it is awesome. You know, as a kid, I used to, I couldn't wait for summer. But now as an adult, October is my favorite time of the year. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And one of the reasons it's awesome is because of all the scary movies that are out there. And so last year, Jim, you had a baby. You weren't it you did. weren't able to be here for we 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 the show oh. went on we probably could have just not done a show, but <laughs> the show went on and we had some special guests on for each episode and we did some Halloween theme shows and but since it's your favorite time of year we gotta we gotta do some of those over again but we decided Jim what do we decide next time we we come on here what are we gonna do we're gonna do um, villains so scary, scary movie v- villains yes. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited. People, I, yeah, you already know my number one. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love, I love October. I love Halloween. I love scary movies. I love, like I said, I just got my Halloween candy. At least the first shipment, the first run of <laughs> Halloween candy. Uh, I used to watch a scary movie every night of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Now my time is a lot more limited. But I, I watched uh, Scream Four right. yesterday. Oh. Uh, do you like Scream so, Four? I've never seen Scream you, Four. You've never seen what? No, because I've only, I've seen the the first three. I've actually never seen the fourth one. I have to watch it. This this oh God, I know. Is it's it that Netflix. good? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. All right. Yes, I'll watch. Okay, it. It, it's good because uh, I mean I like it. The Scream when they started to get to Scream Three, they stopped taking themselves so seriously, and right. they know like what it is. So Scream Four is kind of the same vein. Like they get it. They understand what the series is. So there's there's a little bit of humor in it too, but Sydney comes back and um, Emma Emma Roberts is in it, and okay, it's just yeah. good. It's good. All um, right, I'll check it out. Pinatera is in it. It's a good movie. I will check that out. Um, you should. I will. Uh, I'm I'm super pumped. I, I I used to do the same thing. I would try to watch a a scary movie or Halloween themed movie um, every day of of October. Um, and I still try to, but now they more the ones I watch are more kid friendly because I watch them with Fletcher, uh, which is fine because I still like them. And actually, it's funny uh, this Friday, as we're recording this, um, one of our our one of our theaters in town is uh, 
they've been showing old movies. Like you can watch movies on the big screen, like the one night only type thing. And last week I went to Die Hard on nice. the big screen, which was awesome, by the way. But this week um, they're showing my wife's favorite Halloween movie, and my son likes it too. And it's it's okay. <laughs> I like it. And they're showing the the Bette Midler classic Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and uh, so we are all going to that to see that on the big screen. So I'm very excited about that. We um, should do like a, a kids or family friendly Halloween sh- movies. Well, maybe we'll do that next. We got two shows we to do, do here, and Hol- so we're going to do our favorite movie villains um, first, and then we'll do our kid friendly uh, our our kid friendly however we'll say it. And then, uh, how about that for a production meeting on air, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like that? It's it's usually that. It, there's not a lot. Of... <laughs> yeah, that's what you. That's a peek behind the curtains. Yeah, not much of a curtain, really. <laughs> it's just... Uh, so there you go. Well, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next in a couple weeks here. But uh, in the meantime, Jim, where can everyone find us, hear us, talk to us? Uh, call our cell phones. Mm-hmm. Tom's yes. number is nine one one. You can. <laughs> Uh, gosh, we're on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, Friendster, Friendster, Spotify, Jade, Bumble. Uh, I think we have a Bumble account now. I, I'm pretty sure we do. Yeah. Uh, gosh, what else? Um, you have a Grinder account, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's um, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're on everything. Tom and Jim's top five mm-hmm. at Gmail. Dot com. Yes, yes. Well, um, yeah. yeah, we tried to do dot org and dot edu. We couldn't pull either one of those off. No, and dot uk, they kind of just like, what? And it's yeah. hard to explain it to them. So, um, yeah, that's where we are. And uh, in the meantime, Jim, um, I think I'm just going to have to call you back in five minutes. I'm available. Like, like what do you mean by available? 